This is for the men who never settle. The ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. The type of guys who choose the bar with the biggest TVs to overcompensate for theirs at home. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. You're in the zone. What's the title of this one actually, Drake? R2-D2, we wish you a Merry Christmas. It's from uh, Christmas in the Stars, one of my favorite bad albums of all time. And the uh, there's a there's a 18 year old kid leading the children's choir on this <laughs> and the entire album uh, uh, from New Jersey, and his name his name is John Bongiovi. No kidding. Yep. This has layers because it was Star Wars for Matt and Kindle told a great uh, Bon Jovi story. There you go. A couple months back. Yep. Look at this. Absolutely. I love the Star Wars side of that. Yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> Unbelievable. The layers to the music when Drake's back there. It's it's really another level. Uh, the Drake on the other side of the glass because Beards is out. Uh, hope to have him back soon. Matt Derrick hanging out with us from Chiefs Digest. He's sticking around for a little bit as Kendall Gammon joins us now in studio. Kendall, thank you for uh, for being in here with us today. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me, as always. And as always, Kendall's appearance on The Zones brought to you by Freeman Health System. At Freeman Health System, we are centered around you. Freeman Health System, your local hospital joint your circle of trust. Also brought to you by Crown, Automo- uh, Crown Automotive in Lawrence, your new and certified pre-owned Toyota and Volkswagen dealership near Kansas City, Olathe, and Topeka. Come experience the Crown difference at crownautomotive.com. Kendall, quiet week. Not much Not that we much could think happened, of no. to talk to you I about. Mean, well, and, and even the things that were going on don't pertain to me particularly. No. So. So really, uh, no, there's not much Honestly, to talk about. Honestly, if you want to leave right now, yeah, you could, we could probably yeah. just let hey, you get out of here. trust me, that wouldn't be the first time I've been, <laughs> been invited to leave right now. <laughs> well, I, It uh, won't be the last. I, I have genuinely, now since, what, Tuesday, I guess, we have been right. saying, well, when we talk to Kendall on Friday, when we talk to Kendall on Friday, uh, we would be able to hopefully get a little more expertise for what we have dubbed Kiki Leaks. Um, that is fabulous, by the way. That, <laughs> only solid. the R2-D2 song uh, <laughs> uh, rates above that. So uh, I, I, I want to I get, get some help from you on the mechanics of all of it, and we can okay. get to that in just a second. But, but first, kind of in the big picture, I, I, you'd said you'd uh, you know, seen and heard some bits and pieces of this. We got a, lo- a larger chunk from Dustin Colquitt talking on the Border Patrol this week that I, we might play at some point this segment, too, uh, for a little more background. But I, I'm just interested in what you think about uh, special teams being, and really holding, being front and center in uh, Chiefs Kingdom this week and, and the kind of back and forth between... Colquitt and Townsend and Butker talking about it in the locker room. Yeah, I haven't heard a, a, a ton of it. I certainly did hear uh, what Butker said, which is the, what you say. Yep. You just, I've got to make it, and, and you go about your business. <clears throat> when it comes down to it, just the operation isn't maybe as smooth as it should be. And, um, you know, sometimes that's the kicker, sometimes it's the holder, sometimes the snapper, and it's a combination of three. Make no mistake, I've, I've heard there's a lot of talk about, uh, you know, that they need to be doing this or that. Make no mistake, they've seen everything, and they're working on it. There's no doubt about that. I think I was telling you guys before the break, I take a little bit different view because uh, since I played the game and, and know that, you know, a lot of things are going to be said about that, and you never know exactly what's going in going on in between those four uh, concrete walls. So, um, but that being said, yeah, I mean... I, 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 I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things. Ultimately, when it comes down to is, it just has to be fixed. And and I, I'll let you start probing the questions and, <laughs> and going after it. I'll, I'll answer anything and everything. Truthfully, I don't know. Uh, well, that look. Hey, just an answer will will do it for me. And Matt, I'll, yeah. I'll invite you to also help with the probing. Well, and to your point about that, one quick question is that you know, I, a couple of years ago it was uh, I guess the 2019 season. Um, the Chiefs started having some problems with teams figuring out their snap count 
on mm. field goal tries, and they had to block against Tennessee. And that was just a matter of that you know teams were picking up on their signal and right. They but they got that fixed. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's it's there are things that pop up from time to time that do need to get fixed. There are. I actually I actually came into a practice in either eighteen or nineteen uh, at Coach Tobe's request and, and and just you know talked with James a little bit and, and uh, about some things and he had some he kind of had some questions and whatever and, and and he didn't need my help. I, I think it was just nice to talk to somebody. But I mean, I think he's one of the best long snappers in the league. So don't act like I'm just going up there and. And, and spouting off with everything, but but I have been around him, and he was working on things, and and I guess I'm getting to that because I know he has a, his a, a hard work ethic, and he wants to go after it and be the best as he should, as everybody in the NFL should. I know for me, I mean, I don't know if it was joked about it a little bit, but even at the you know my 15th year in the league, uh, Dustin could tell me, I'm tell you, I when when I'd be walking around and I had more time to myself because I wasn't a backup lineman anymore and I'd lost weight and I was just a long snapper and and trust me I was never a great backup lineman anyhow but uh you know my my whole thing was is anybody interested in getting better and and if I had time so we'd sit down and and uh and you know take 15 20 25 uh field goal snaps and would do that four or five times throughout practice if I had time because in in my mind you, you could just never get enough and and I also I, I fell in the lo- I fell in love with doing the craft uh, as well as I could do, not the actual thing itself. I mean, uh, falling in love with getting as good as I could get at a certain thing. Because let's be honest, throwing a ball between your legs for 15 years not the most cerebral of things to do. Um, but it, it's it's kind of the street sweeper uh, poem where you 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 do it to the best of your ability, and so that's what I always tried to do. I don't want to speak because uh, I was not a punter fielding snaps from you at any point, so I don't really have any particular authority. But Dustin Colquitt said something interesting when he joined the Border Patrol this week. And, and I want to go back to Kendall Gammon. Kendall Gammon, when you talk about that guy, I, I've never seen anybody that can change the, the long snaps to the short snaps. His long snaps would come back just like Trent Green or somebody throwing the ball or, or a punt that you're trying to like kind of laser in like a lawn dart where it would, it would start going high and then the nose would settle back in and in short snaps, he would snap the ball at an angle. So literally the, the, the point closer to him was higher than the, uh, the far side point. And so literally you just prop it up and it was ready to go. Well, I don't even know how, I mean, he knows how he, it, but he's not going to tell anybody that, right? And he's a, he's a wizard. Um, but he would do that sometimes, and I was like, how do you keep that ball rotating like at a almost 45-degree angle on short snaps, and you just set it down? The wizard Kindle Gaming with us. <laughs> Am I a wizard? How did I, how did I become a wizard? Um, uh, yeah, you know, that, that's very kind words of him. Um, you know, I don't know. It... I am fortunate. You know, a lot of people think because I played 15 years in the league and, and was considered a decent at what I did that I must have, you know, come out of the womb snapping a ball. <laughs> um, but I didn't start snapping until my third year in college. And it was, hmm. I was just screwing around and I got caught doing it. At the time, I didn't want to do it, but I had it. I, that was one of the gifts I was given was to be able to snap a ball really, really well and worked at it. And um, my whole goal with all that that he was talking about was just trying to deliver the ball to the best uh, possible angle, the best possible place for the most success. You know, if you get emails from me or letters or whatever, at the end it's going to say laces out, which is hmm. basically facilitating the success of somebody else. Help others get hmm. better. And so that's what I tried to do. And, and you know, it's just a little play on 
Ace Ventura as well. So we, we have a little fun with it. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm very humbled by those words by him. And, you know, when he came in, uh, it, it was kind of crazy because he prefers the ball to be snapped right basically at his chin or his nose. He That's where he liked the ball. And he asked me, I said, yeah. And, you know, inside I was just like, okay, I don't like this because <laughs> there's not as much room for error. Right. Because, yeah. yeah, exactly right. But, you know, I learned to do it and, and he was appreciative and it wasn't perfect all the time. Anybody that thinks that I was perfect all the time, that is not the case. But you try to be consistent, uh, consistent. And so consistency is perfection in, in what we do. How do you how do you balance the like obsessive nature of that ver- to to not be a head case about it? Like that to me seems like when you are doing that repetition over and over yeah. again, on for for all three aspects of that, you know, snapper, holder, punter, kicker, you know, whatever the the group ends up being, it's been mostly punters holding the ball for years. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever have a quarterback who you were snapping to? Not not a not a not the main one. It was always the punter. Okay. The, the backups were were generally uh, wide receivers or uh, QBs. Tobe, Dave Tobe said it would be Marcus, yeah, Kemp, Marcus Kemp as the uh-huh. as the emergency one right now. But so. In, in that process, what what is the work ethic obsessiveness versus not making it something that you're maybe, I don't know, two in your head about? My, maybe I'm projecting something on NFL players that they don't have, yeah, that no, I would. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. When I came into the league uh, with the Steelers, Gary Anderson, a little South African kicker, and I think I've told you this story, mm-hmm. but he asked me if I if I could start snapping it to where the ball, where the laces would be out. I'm just looking at him like he's smoking crack. I'm like, I don't know what you're thinking, but yes, I'll try. And and so I started working on it uh, during practice, after practice, as much as I could with the punter. And fortunately, um, you know, they were always happy to sit there as long as, as I wanted to work at it. And so, I don't know. Um, I'm just obsessive about those things. I didn't want to... My whole thing is I didn't want to let anybody down. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to give the, the holder and the kicker the best chance for success, which then gave the team the, just, the best chance for success because on field goals, extra points, you're always dealing with either getting a point or getting points or not getting points, and, and I didn't want to be that. So uh, I snapped a lot, and it, I did, it did get in my head to a degree because I'm a big on visualization. I mean, other than maybe a couple, year, a couple weeks after the season, I'm constantly taking snaps, um, mental reps in my head to the degree that I'm not so sure it was healthy all the time. I mean, it was just, it was on my mind all the time. And maybe that's why I was able to get to the, the level I was. And so that's actually been one of the nicest things from me retiring mm-hmm. is that I don't sit there and visualize snaps all day long, no matter where I'm at. And, um, you know, people sometimes ask me, it's like, can you still snap a ball? And I'm just like, you know, I don't know. There's, you know, there's, uh, 15 years I did it, but there's not a great minor league system for long snappers, <laughs> so I don't do it anymore. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pontificating, and, and I don't even know if I answered your question, yeah. but I just went after it. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean... You guys speechless are like, well, no, where, I, where, where I, do we I go wasn't from sure here? Oh, I, I can talk, about, I can talk about long snapping for like four hours <laughs> And here's you, the thing. So. We literally have this week. I mean, this, <laughs> yeah. this really has no, been a week to of so much. It's been interesting. a lot of special teams talk. Right. And I don't, do you want to follow up on that, Matt? Because we can pivot back to Colquitt here in a second, too. Well, and the visualization stuff really intrigues me because, I mean, I know Harrison Bucker is big on that, too. I mean, oh, yeah. we'll talk about it consistently. And I've, I mean, I haven't got a chance to cover a lot of kickers over the years, but he seems to be one of the more thoughtful and introspective guys yeah. when it comes to that, to the point that maybe you're right. I mean, maybe sometimes he does overthink it. And I just wonder, too, you know, this particular season, just 
how much of that that injury is continuing to to be in the back of the mind too? Because I have no doubt there's no way he's a hundred percent. Right. And if well, he's got Dave that to-, to worry about too, yeah. Yeah, I think Dave Tobe early, you know, three four weeks ago said, well, he he's not going to be fully healthy right. uh, this whole year. So it is what it is. So you're really not going to be able to judge a lot of things until next year when he has time to completely heal. Uh, but you know. He knows he can't miss some of the kicks that he missed, and, and it happens. I mean, the ones that you push when you're 50, 55 yards out, that, that's going to happen. But, you know, the field goals, I, I know. I've heard some of that talk, and uh, he's the first to step up and say, no, I, I've, I've got to make it. And so, uh, it, it, you know, certain points during the year, uh, he's probably he, he's not hit the ball the way he wanted. Certain points during the year, uh, James has probably not thrown the snap that he would like to throw. And at certain points during the year, Tommy Townsend probably would say he, he, he didn't you know, either put it on the spot or he didn't tilt it right or he spun it too much, whatever it is. Um, and those things are hard to do. I tried to control that as much as possible by basically three and a half revolutions. And you're going to catch it. You're going to feel the laces on your fingers. You're going to set it straight down. The ball is going to be about 16, 18 inches above the spot. So you can just catch it and set it down. And then it's sitting there like it's on a tee for the, to the kicker. So when he's by himself and he's just got that little wood thing that, that holds the, the ball up, kicking that it's just like that. That's what I'm trying to do. And then I also felt like as a long snapper, I was kind of a catcher in, in baseball and, and helping handle um, the punter and kicker a little bit. Not not that I could tell them a lot, but just mentally with stuff. I remember Morton Anderson, you know, warming up for a game and he's coming over. He goes, Kendall, I can't I can't kick a freaking ball to save my life. And nothing. And I saw it. I knew he was, he was struggling. I was like, dude, you've been doing this how many years? 18 years? Unconscious competence. Your body knows what to do. You just keep trying to figure it out in pregame. And when we get into the game, you just go out and you think about it and you do what you do and your body will respond. And that's exactly what happened. And there's one thing about Harrison that just does perplex me because as good as he is, I mean, we're talking about a guy here who has never missed a field goal inside 35 yards. Um, and looking at his stats between when Dustin was holding for him and when, when Tommy's holding for him now, um, he's been his, his field goal accuracy is 1% better with Townsend. It's like 2% worse with Townsend on PATs. And that's the, the dichotomy for me is Harrison's the second most accurate field goal kicker in all time, never missed one inside 35, and yet among active kickers that have had over – to 200 PAT tries. There's 30 of them. He's 24th. And I, I just, that to me is, is it just something that, hey, there's something that's so rote about it that, you know, when things creep in, you know, because he has missed PATs in bunches sometimes. Right. I mean, He's had stretches where he won't miss for a year, and then there'll yeah. be a few. That's interesting, and, and yeah, I, I would have to say that is a little mental. I don't know. I haven't talked to Harrison. I'm not going to project that on him, but I think it would be hard not to think about that if, if that's happened a little bit, and some things just don't make sense, and, and I'm not giving you a great answer here, but um, th- that, is, that is really interesting with the percentages, so they're virtually the same. Virtually the same. Yeah, absolutely, and so... Um, it's you just you just keep working at it and trying to get that 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 uh, that operation as flawless as possible and and you know this week and, and going through the playoffs I mean special beca- teams becomes even more important and not just because we're getting into the playoffs but because the ball doesn't compress as well and, and so it's not going to travel as far so there's going to be more returns there's going to be more kickoff returns you know fortunately they don't have the you have the FBI bringing in the, the kicking balls anymore where you couldn't touch them beforehand because. Uh, I, I don't know for certain, but I, I've heard of teams where they might get the box of balls, and since it had security tape on it, it might have been uh, bound up in trash bags and uh, sunk in a hot tub for 24 to 48 hours. Uh, 
I've heard that happens before. So uh, you don't have to do those things anymore. They they get to work the balls in a little bit more, so they're a little bit more pliable. But you know, I mean, like this this week game on Saturday tomorrow. Um, It'll be interesting because that ball just not going to compress. It'll be it, it's slicker. It, it's hard to hold on to. That's challenging for the long snapper as well. Uh, you, you just it, it's not going to compress. It's it, it's not as pliable. What's the effect of that then off the off the foot of the kicker? Yeah, it's just not going to explode as much. He's he's the the distance is going to go down and and uh, you know certainly Dave Tobe and, and and Harrison of course and and Tommy could could say much more than I know about it, but. But in general, in, from what I've learned of my over my years, is is that's just one thing. That's why you see them trying to press it in mm. when they're they're getting ready to kick it. And and the other thing is is every single team, every single team in this league, you know, they're able to pick the balls that they use, and, and then they they they're able to figure out and make sure that they they get which ball they they really want in there for the most part. And that's home and away. It, it goes on everywhere, and and it should. I mean, and there's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, so I have two clips from Dustin Colquitt for you today. Okay. I, I decided to lead with the one where he called you a wizard, hoping hoping that you'd stick around <laughs> through the rest of the segment. Um, this is another piece of, of Colquitt's conversation with the Border Patrol from earlier this week. That just a little more on the uh, conversations with Townsend and, and the specifics of, of the issues that are, seem to be going on with, with this team. There's no reach out. I talked to him at a, a charity event um, at Chicklin Pickle that uh, Mark was at. Uh, Todd, you were there. St. John, you guys were all there. Um, yeah, he was there. I mean, it was, you know, very cordial. I, it was way more cordial when I was in the building, and I didn't expect it to be cordial. But, you know, whether when I was in Tampa kind of filling in or when I went to Atlanta or Kansas City, I'm only there to try to help guys get better. I still do affiliate I, – I still do call-in work with kickers and any holders that – need help or that are struggling or if I'm seeing something on film on NFL plus um, because I love the game I mean if but I, I think my holdup is is when we started having those real conversations was at, was after the zoom call after the Cleveland game I was always already in the building for a while like you got to ask all the questions when I'm there we're working out we're in meetings like that's that's why I'm there just just ask me a question. If I don't know the answer, I'm going to try to find it. But it was it didn't get real until after the Cleveland game. And my response was, if you have a ball that the kicker can see those laces, you need to spin it around his blind side, which is in your lap. If you're uh, in this case, because Bucker's right footed, and so you need to spin those laces so he doesn't see movement. And that was the reply. Oh, you think? And no, I know that because no kickers like movement. Justin Tucker doesn't like movement. My, my son Brinkley is a sophomore at St. James Academy. He doesn't like movement. Nobody likes movement on a football. They want it to be a still object on an axis to have the best chance of putting it through the pipes. That's all I was saying. If you don't listen to me in the building and you, don't, and you are a smart aleck, I'm going to – and I keep seeing it for the two years, three years or whatever it is now – this is this is. Do you think they're going to be working on it a little bit now? Surprised by any of that? Intrigued by any of that, Kendall? Uh, well, a, a little, but not really, because you kind of prefaced me or you you prepared me for it. But I mean, what he's saying is is he he doesn't feel like Tommy's. You know, everybody knows what he's saying. He's <laughs> he's saying he doesn't feel like Tommy's taken serious enough or, or respects what he's doing and. And of course, I'm not privy to all of that because so I can't say it. But it's certainly in, in the tone of voice that Dustin says it, he cares. And 
And, um, yep, I, I mean, he's right with what he says. The, the kickers do not want to see movement of the ball, and that's why I chose – that's why I made sure that I – I did that for the most part, and no one's perfect, but I got pretty decent at it, and just it makes a big difference. And so he's right. And also, not not only that is, uh, no matter how you're spinning the ball, um, and I understand what he's saying, and it does make sense, uh, but it's hard to spin the ball and tilt it uh, at the same time. And generally, mm. most kickers will have the ball tilted a little bit away from him um, with it. I'm not sure how Harrison's is, and, and I haven't watched it completely. But generally, they've got a certain way they want it tilted. And that's hard to do if the ball has to spin. And I don't think they have to spin the ball that often with, with James. But it does happen, just like it happened with me. I mean, you know, Dustin, I mean, the holder he was when he came into the league compared to when he went out was was night and day, as it should be. I mean, and he got better and better. And, and even with that, with, with me, there was times where, you know, probably early on it helped him that I was able to give the laces all the time. But make no mistake, there was times when I'm sure the laces weren't there and, and he got it down and or whatever, and, and it happens. And um, he, he's just frustrated. And I also think he's 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 got a good friend in, in Harrison Bucker, and, and he sees some things, and this is his way of kind of reaching out and trying to move the needle a little bit. I'm guessing this could vary an incredible amount depending on who the three guys in the operation are. But w- whenever you guys were in meetings and having those conversations, was there ever a time where one of you went to the other one and needed to say, hey, this hasn't been good enough or let's do it this way? I mean, it, are those tense conversation or are, are those, oh, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll work on that conversation? Uh, they can be. They shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, you're all after the same goal, is which which is f- for the success. I mean, I hated hearing if, if I had a, 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 a snap that wasn't great, but I needed them to tell me because I need that feedback. Right. Uh, and generally, basically, I mean, because, you know, the last seven, eight years of my career uh, snapping punts, I didn't look. Uh, and so I could... I could do some things with blocking and whatever. And, uh, but generally, I knew how the ball left my hands, whether it was a good snap or not, but I needed to hear it. The biggest thing, the biggest problem was if, you know, punter, if somebody, if, if they said it wasn't a good snap and I didn't feel that, uh, mm. then that messes with me. And if I go see the film and the, the two don't correlate, then that's not good because I don't, I need to know exactly what's going on. And so if, if it was a good snap, but they didn't have a great punt, uh, and this never actually happened when I was at KC, but there were some other times earlier in my career, uh, then you have to talk to him because you're like, you, you don't, don't deflect on a ball. I mean, just make sure you know what's going on and tell me what's going on. And again, these are the little things. I mean, I think people sometimes they don't realize how, uh, how detailed everything is in the NFL and you're checking. I mean, I, I joke about it when I speak and I talk about, you know, so the ball rotates about 600 revolutions per, per second it, it, or per minute. It, it's uh, the ball that I snap for punts goes about 43 miles per hour. Um, you know, the ball that I snap for field goals is about a five degree angle and takes 0.37 seconds back there. I just timed that one for some more fun because you never time that in the NFL. But, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm just like, okay, either number one, you think there's a lot more to long snapping than I thought, or number two, Kendall's a sad individual who's got too much time on his hand and, and both are, are, are quite honestly true but you know that's the kind of detail you have a chance to go into with it and so um even that being said i mean you know morton if if he didn't ha- like how things were going on and and morton so morton anderson of course in the nfl hall of fame played 25 years which is just ridiculous and, and see if i can remember it well but he keeps a quote uh with him at all times it said powerful productive uh, communication produces powerful, productive results. And he heard that mm. from, from Frank Gans Sr. Uh, when he was coached by him, um, I think, in Atlanta. 
But he, he told me when he got here, he, he told me about that and how he keeps it with him at all time. And literally, he, on more than one occasion, he took that out of his sock during a game that he had with hmm. him. I guarantee you right now, wherever he's at in Atlanta, he's got that on him. And he's just big on that. And so that being said, if things weren't going right with the, uh, with the operation, he flat out told you. And he, he, wasn't, he wasn't afraid to, to lay down the line because he, 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 it was messing with him. So it was messing with his job. But it was more importantly messing with the team. Yeah. Well, all of those little details of it are the, are the part of this week that I have genuinely really enjoyed yeah. because, I mean, your eyes just glaze over waiting for the, the extra point to go through if you don't know what specifically you're right. looking for. And so I tell you what, tomorrow afternoon, we are all going to be watching the seams <laughs> yeah. uh, when when uh, when Harrison Bucker's back there and Tommy Townsend's about to take the hold. It really is interesting. You know, the, the PAT going back to where it is now compared to where it is is... It has been a good thing, I think, and because it used to be that you know the the adage was on, on field goals or on at PATs when it was just from the two yard line. No matter no matter what the snap, no matter where the laces were, you just set it down and kick it. And even if you kick the laces, you should be able to make it from there. But when you're out, it just it becomes a you know field goal again. The the last thing I wanted to I did want to ask you just mentioned it, so I, I feel like now it's not a stupid question, which I was in danger no. of potentially being. What happens when you kick the laces? What Butker says he's looking below the laces now because of that motion of the, the mm-hmm. laces spinning and everything. What happens if you kick the laces? What what happens if the laces are facing left or right or perfectly laces out? Like, what is the practical effect of that? My belief is, uh, you know, if the laces per, are, are facing left, it's in, you know, it's like baseball. It's going to go that way or the other way. And if they're they're straight on uh, to a degree, if you kick the laces, then you're just not getting a solid uh, hit on the ball, and it's, it's it's not uniform there. Kickers would would talk to you more about that sure. than me. But um, <clears throat> I mean, I've seen you know thousands upon thousands of kicks between my legs and uh, looking at stuff, and I could I could generally tell you when when a kick. Uh, was not going to go in just from watching it from from how they hit it or mm. how they followed through, which is one of the most worthless skills to have <laughs> at this point in my life. Uh, but you do something for 15 years, it's kind of crazy. So, I mean, again, as, as I say, only in America can you throw a ball between your legs and get paid for it. You have some really specific superpowers, or as Colquitt might say, some wizardry, he I guess. Wizardry. Well, he was pretty good with me. I, I, I've been fortunate to be around. Uh, I mean, Dustin's one of the best, if not the best. I've never seen a person hang the ball up like he did. And, I mean, he was just a special talent. And you know, it's kind of crazy because I used to – Gary Anderson, I told you, I snapped to him. Um, his holder before I got there was uh, uh, Dustin's dad. No um, kidding. And, and right. Pittsburgh, yeah, huh. just just kind of crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah. Did, that make, did that make you feel old with Dustin uh, then? That, among many other things, makes <laughs> me feel old. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Uh, Kendall Gammon, always a joy to have you with us, but especially this week. Always brought to you by Freeman Health System and Crown Automotive in Lawrence. Freeman Health System, they're centered around you. Freeman Health System, your local hospital joining your circle of trust. And Crown Automotive in Lawrence is your new and certified pre-owned Toyota and Volkswagen dealership near Kansas City, Olathe, and Topeka. Come experience the crown difference at crownautomotive.com. Kendall Gammon and Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest just been hanging out with us this time. Matt, uh, you've made this easier because you asked some questions for me. I mean, this has been this has been a joy. Is Mick Schaefer here? See him back there. Do you want them to stay, Mick? Do you want to go home? Do you want to? Mick just left. <laughs> Mick just left. Somebody else will be in the studio with Ladies me. Ladies and gentlemen, we come Mick back. has left the building. And you know what? 
I, there are pros and cons to that, I suppose. Ah, oh, he's back! All right, so Mick will be in here, and maybe one of these other guys will be, too. We'll find out next. You're in the zone. We're having a good time here in the zone. You guys, I'm not kidding. You guys can keep talking. All of you can stay. I want you to know that I mean it, that the best time I'm having in a radio studio is when it's full of people. I really do enjoy that. So uh, if you've got more to say, Kindle, you hop in. If you've got places to be... You can you can head out. Mick Schaefer's here. Matt Derrick. Matt Derrick I have no life. Goes to you as well. I have literally Kindle, nothing hey, better to do. I along those lines. Can I put Matt on the spot right here right now? Yes. Do it. Yes. I need you. Oh no. Tonight at seven. Do you have any plans? I, I have no life. Yes. I got nothing. Can you come do a um, recorded sound off? Oh yeah. Yes. Saturday oh, yeah. sound off. That's uh, what's Friday. What day is it? It's when Friday. is this game? When it, is this for Sunday? This is for Sunday, okay. so we're gonna be really generic about. I'm just gonna spill the beans on the whole. We're not live. We're not live. Okay, we're gonna be really generic about things moving forward. Uh, uh, it's on Christmas, so whatever. I'm just piecing this show together, and I need a third. And that's what I'm here. I, I am here for Matt when Derrick will be people third. call in sick you're, or you're on the vacation. Third. Fill it, but you'll be the first on the panel. You'll be number one in my heart. You'll get the captain's chair. You'll get to sit in the studio with me. Ooh, I've, I've never, I've never right been in the studio before. Yeah, right yes, hand man, that's right a big there. Deal. Um, that would be huge. And then you get your gift card and everything. You can a nice. Uh, uh, you can, uh, with fifty bucks, you can afford two Shake Shacks uh, burgers. <laughs> I think for you and Nancy or something like that. Or that last, was, last second gift, gift uh, Christmas gift. I can I can go out and buy more Reese's Holiday Lights. These are great. These are an achievement. You know Matt, those. Matt brought these in today. Oh, okay. Just for you. You know those you little go. Reese's Wait, trees. Wait, Kindle. Kindle. Yeah, we didn't get Kindle. Doing a Reese's cup egg. Those Thank Reese's trees have four grams of protein. So I mean, that's the oh, yeah. thing. They're no, healthy, yeah. basically. Uh-huh. This these, has three grams of protein okay. and it's got so some like iron out. and potassium. It's got a gram of fiber. Calcium. It's got a gram of fiber. No chocolate. Some dairy. Calcium. That's good. You know what? It contains soy, but I can't taste the soy. Now, Mick is doing a fascinating strategy Ooh, right here. I He's going to try and crack it. I'm going to my whole mouth around this. We were discussing. <laughs> it's at least it's at least Could a two-biter. you mark that for me, Drake, for about uh, oh. an hour from now? This yeah. is a really good one. a four-biter. I didn't know what was in the middle. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Well, it's Reese's Cup. Peanut butter yeah. and chocolate is all you need. All right? That is all you need. I So I have a whole bunch of tweets that I have... Um, Typically written, I'll just say That's later great. at Thank night. You. Thank you. Isn't that wonderful? I, tweets that I that I have later in the evening that I will fully the way that I have filtered my own tweets now is that I will write a tweet and then just hit cancel and then save as draft. So I know that it's in there. It was like <laughs> I sent it, but I didn't have to deal with any of the consequences. And one of them that was just too useless to hit send on was I don't know why we stopped inventing new flavor combinations after chocolate and peanut butter. That should be more in more things. I absolutely agree. I don't need caramel or caramel. I don't need nougat, whatever that is. Okay, has anybody even had like a Milky Way? Has anybody ever tasted a Milky Way? Yeah, Milky Ways I are haven't. good. I can't imagine They're a good. human. I I like most candy. I like though. my bars. Mister Good Bars. All I need simple. You and Andy peanuts, Reed. peanuts, and milk chocolate. I loved it when he said that. I'm like, oh, finally, I have somebody on my side. Give me some credibility. Peanut M&M's. Have you had the peanut butter M&M's? Absolutely. They're both great. Both great. Those are great. 
I like that we're all on the same page here. Uh, I should probably reset the show every once in a while. So that's Mick Schaefer of KSHB 41. He's here most of the time. I'm Joshua Briscoe. I'm in the big chair today because Jason is out. Drake is behind the glass because Beards McFly is out. And Matt Derrick of Cheese Digest is just hanging out with us. Which I have is nothing better to do. A good I time just for me. Cra- I'm but- a squatter at this point. So you can, you can be there tonight at 7. I'll be there. Awesome. He might, we'll he might go work, straight work there from here at 2. Yep. <laughs> just hang out in the lobby for five hours. <laughs> He's gonna be on Syringe Show for four hours, <laughs> and then uh, and then come on over. It's all That'd part of the great. Mizzou football pregame show. Yeah. So how? What are you guys gonna talk about tonight, huh? For Sunday, we will talk so generically about eh, what do we think the Chiefs can be in the playoffs, right? Oh, we'll that's be, great. I right? love that. It's a great question. Yes. Um, maybe do, does Kansas State have a shot against Alabama? Good love question there. that. There great question. And then great maybe question. let's come up with the third question here. That's Christmassy. Ooh. And end of year holiday themed. What uh, maybe your favorite Ooh. Christmas gift ever? We did a little bit of that earlier. I was going to ask you that already. So that that one's a question right back at That's you. You know, reverse card. Um, what was the what was the best gift that Kansas City got this year? How about that? World Cup. One. The NFL oh. draft's coming, but it wasn't awarded this year. Sure. Another year of Patrick Mahomes existing. That's always a huge win annually. That's a great question. I'll take a gift card just for the production side <laughs> of it. Just a little. I mean, I'm writing for this show now. Why wouldn't I? Uh, Basically. Just got, hold on. I'm going to air some uh, dirty laundry momentarily. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, in the meantime, how you doing, Mick? Great. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. It was good seeing Kendall. That was, that was very entertaining and informative having him on. I hadn't heard a couple. I hadn't heard one of those Dustin Colquitt uh, sound bites yet. Um, so it's great. I, I wanted to tell Kendall, I'm like, look at that. Even though old and retired, you still can serve a purpose. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised <clears throat> Dustin hasn't reached out to you to be on Sound Off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has no plans uh, whatsoever. That is a line, by the way, from Dumb and Dumb. I see. Okay. Well, I, I was telling Matt earlier, I've gotten really good at laughing at things that sound like references. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're for, but I just laugh and hope you feel seen. Yeah. And then the the, the old woman uh, rips him off. Uh, He's but, never seen the Festivus episode. He oh, I'm not surprised at all. He hasn't seen name the most popular movies, the top ten most popular movies ever. He's seen one of them, maybe. It's probably true. I referenced Shawshank last night, despite not having seen it. God, what is wrong what with is, you? Exactly. I'm not proud of it. It just I haven't How do you fixed avoid it yet. That? It's all Did you literally not? every single second of every day on exactly. one of the TLCs. Did you not the have basic cable for two No, I've never had basic cable. That's the point. I've never paid for basic cable. What do you have now? YouTube TV. Right? I have my parents' YouTube TV. Yes, that, I watch football all, it's, and it's nothing else. It's always on. If you just go search Shawshank, it's going to be on some channel right now. Did you watch? Is it a Christmas movie? Is there a oh Christmas scene at all? I don't think so. I don't think Go ahead, is. Matt. Did you watch the Thanksgiving episode of WKRP that I sent you? <laughs> no. What were the I, call letters again? I can. I can. I, I can. really. Mi- I've left it. I left it. Hold on, Matt. You don't want to. They were Bengals fans, okay? I Hold can lead Joshua to television shows, but I can't make him watch. No. Oh, <laughs> I do feel bad about that one because I, I, mean, I have. So I, I just the keep amount tabs of piracy open. I committed to make sure you can see that. <laughs> the, I, uh, I have a lot of tabs open just because like things that I Google at one point or another sure. that I want to go back to, I just leave open on my phone's Chrome tab. And so I actually just have the phrase, God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. I have that open in a tab on my phone that I have had since Thanksgiving because I'm like, okay, the next time I see this, I'm going to go find this episode, I'm going to get it, I'm going to watch it because I want to do it before, the, it, before it goes from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And well, now, now you can watch December it for Easter, apparently. 
It is. <clears throat> now, it's pushing my boundaries on TV shows, but I did watch it growing up. I was very young, but I, all I remember, not all I remember, but Lonnie Anderson was uh, very impressionable on a coming-of-age young Mickey Schaefer. <laughs> tell you that much right now. Uh, great, uh, great series. What, what Bailey that? Quarters. Jan Smithers, yeah. Jan yep. Smithers' Bailey Quarters was, was, was quite cute, too. I don't. Know you know what, what you I learned last about, night? So have to carry that I'm going to look at you because yeah, wanna. that's kind of what I the feel like. The mom here. in a Christmas story, right? We've all seen that. Yep. Right. Yep. Was married in real life to the boss, the newspaper boss in Fletch. They were married. Oh wow! I did not realize. I'm that. like, it's almost like I mean, two of my childhood movies. It's almost like I, I'm their son. <laughs> like those two characters somehow yeah. came together and made me. Fletch is like your like your all time favorite. Right? We talked yeah. about this, yep. okay? Yeah, so I should watch that still. Oh my absolutely. goodness! Yeah, don't, don't yeah. Yes. No, it's like you know it, it. It's the bit has gotten <laughs> has gone so far yeah. that now it's gone full circle back to no longer really being fun for me because I just go back to like oh yeah there's the, there is it's sort of like the piles of like clean laundry that I let pile up. I do the laundry, I just put it in a basket, and then I'll put that away eventually. There are way too many steps with laundry to be able to stay on top of it. There, it's just impossible. Way too many steps. And so I le- I don't put away I the get laundry for a for the month. First three, but the next four, God. I just uh, I can't. I can't come through. That makes me feel at least a little bit better because I can get absolutely all the way to the basket, all the way to the clean basket. I carry the basket upstairs, put it in my office where my closet is, and then it sits there and gets bigger. And sometimes I pull a pair of clean underwear just out of the basket and put them straight on. And it feels like I'm basically doing the same thing as putting them away. You know what they do now with new builds? And I've never had a house like this, but they basically, any, any, any anymore, they put the laundry room right next to the master Bedroom. Oh. Meanwhile, we're going downstairs yeah, to get to it and all that. And so, what a what a what a concept, really. Um, I've never had a house like my parents. We had not one but two laundry chutes growing up. Oh, oh I love chute. a laundry chute. Wow. wow. Love. It was like the envy of all my friends. Yeah. The laundry chute. In the shower, just throw that towel. Whoop. Just disappears. disappears. <laughs> it disappears. That I need that for clean laundry. The only person that ever sees it again is my mom. Who's down there <laughs> like a sweatshop. Like, oh god! <laughs> falling, just just yes. dirty garments falling I'm just on top. Oompa, Oompa Loompas in the basement. <laughs> Barbara, I'm out of t-shirts. <laughs> Trying my best. Um, well, this was great, and I do think that we have uh, properly previewed Chief Seahawks, so I think we're due for a break. I think I think certainly we've earned one. Mick Schaefer, Matt Derrick, Joshua Briscoe, and the Drake are all the with road. you here. Uh, we'll dig up, we'll dig the car out of the ditch and we'll probably just keep driving it through the ditch, if I'm being honest, right after this. You're in the zone. <laughs> On the 41st day of Christmas, Mick Schaefer gave to me... Sunday on a Friday. Mick Schaefer, KSHB 41 Sports Director in studio with us. Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest here as well. I'm Joshua Briscoe, the Drake on the other side of the glass. Uh, we're going to play some audio from the uh, from the week here in a, in a moment. But Mick, it led you to begin telling a story during the break about one of the uh, strangest reporting uh, spots you have been on for television. Yeah. But Matt actually <laughs> led into it with the greatest... Uh, qu- let's I, hear, let's hear this first. We and the then end we of your off. story. I didn't know if we had... Are we good? Over there. Oh, I see. I'm sorry, Drake. I apologize. I'm so used to beards being over there that I usually am like, "Hey, can you get this audio?" He's like, "Yeah, give me 45 minutes." I'm like, "Cool, that's fine. I don't want to. I don't want to rush you." Um, 
now also Drake, if you do, if you have the tweet in front of you over there, do you uh, do you have the credit for um, who and where this was? Because it all really sprung to life in the break, which is what this Waterloo, show does best. Waterloo, Iowa, mm-hmm. uh, on KWWL Television. Fantastic. I, I think the clip itself pretty much gives you the context it needs. So uh, hear what they did whenever the storm landed in Iowa. Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. I didn't even realize that there was a <laughs> 3.30 also in the morning. Uh, until today. It's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long, and generally on those shows, I'm inside. So uh, (laughs) this is a really long show. Tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier and crankier. How do I get that uh, Storm Chaser 7 duty? I I feel like Clint got the uh, better end of that deal. You know, that thing's heated. Um, The outdoors currently is not heated. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, I've I've got good news and and I've got bad news. The the good news is that I can still feel my face right now. The bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job? I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Live in Waterloo, for the last time this morning, thankfully, I'm Mark Woodley. New 7 KWWL. Mark Woodley on the on the ground He doesn't there. know it, but that's, that's he just sent me a resume tape. So one, <laughs> That's the best resume tape I've ever seen. When his bosses see that this uh, video of him complaining on the job got 30,000 retweets and he gets fired, I want him doing weather for 41 the next day. Not 5. sports. 1 million views. One point. That's a good point. I don't. He could be off with sports. Five point one. Oh my god! Uh, you can't buy advertising like that. No. So that's um that's market number ninety two, which isn't that small. There's like two hundred and some markets. Yeah. And so um, good for him. And that's what happens in the small market a lot of times. I am blessed. One time, uh, they asked me to shoot some rain. They had no photographers <laughs> in the building, <clears throat> so I gladly got a sports camera and went underneath this little overhang we have uh, outside our, our station and shot some rain, shot a VO, a voiceover, <laughs> right, and cut that together. That's the only time I've ever had to do anything outside of sports. Uh, wow. So that was, that was it's, I'm really, honestly, I'm, I'm really fortunate at uh, 41 because some other places in town make the sports people do uh, some non-sports stuff. Um, Matt, you uh, you got partway through a, a story from your your radio days of uh, well, I'll let you just explain. I just don't know that the report quite fit the medium. It's well, it's very holiday oriented, so that's great. Um, but yes, I was at uh, KBIA Radio in in wonderful Columbia, Missouri, the heart of Missouri, and uh, it was it was suggested to me that a great story for that day for that evening evening's cast was to send me out for the lighting. Of the Columbia mm. Christmas tree on the radio. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I just go downtown and stand there and say, the lights are off. <laughs> and now they're on. Back to you in the studio. And like I said, you didn't have to be honest with that. You could, whatever fit your schedule, you could tell them when they're on, when they're off. 
We did lots of things like that, though. We wanted to, my, my friend Ryan, uh, we wanted to, the the lovely uh, Columbia establishment, Liquor, Guns, and Ammo. <laughs> to LGA! Be, to be name-called on, on the local NPR affiliate there, KBIA. So, awesome. so we, w- we were doing a story and on, like, background checks and, yeah, went to, just so I could say so-and-so from Liquor, Guns, and Ammo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mick, you, so you, you haven't had to go outside of sports here. Right. Before, yes, at Wichita and Topeka. What uh, what stands out from your non-sports so, uh, days? For Y2K, um, it was going to be this huge deal, right? So everybody had to work at midnight. We were on the air through midnight till 1 a.m. And um, <clears throat> I was on top of a uh, building, presumably the tallest building, in Hutchinson, Kansas. Okay, I was working in Wichita. And so it was the other sports guy and myself. And we didn't have to really report for work till like, 10 or 10 30 we we're going to interview the mayor or whatever and then he was going to go live was i was going to shoot say? i don't know we're like, well we're, we're all hands on deck waiting for these to, the, the the digits to click over and see what happens and so um uh my uh, she i just gotten engaged so my my wife was my fiance at the time and his girlfriend and, and uh your wife's him, your fiance's girlfriend right, and you them, and yeah, so like her, nine of us and yeah. so uh all four of us go to the talented mr ripley was was out in theaters at the time we watched it and then drove to hutchinson the ladies had gone to dinner and they were crocked and so we're on top of this <laughs> And we're on top of this building at Hutch, and they're just laughing, having a good time. They got the like the the year two thousand glasses yes. on, right? They got the, like blowing their kazoos and all that <laughs> stuff. And so I, I remember, right? You can hear them in the background of uh, Kevin whenever he went to Kevin. It was Kevin Jinx going live at like twelve oh two. He's like, "Yeah, nothing really going on here at Hutch." <laughs> But Still like, here, yeah. pretty cool. We're like, because uh, we, like, I remember when it hits uh, midnight, we're like, oh, are, are all the lights, as far as we could see, going to go off? <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, nothing happened uh, whatsoever. And so that's that's my biggest, boldest rem- uh, memory of uh, working outside of sports. That's beautiful. I love the Y2K stories because I've I've heard them you many were like times. A child at the time, I was a child. We absolutely <laughs> had the 2000 glasses, and then yeah. those worked for a while. I saw a pair of of New Year's glasses for 2023 that they've totally given up. It's, <laughs> there's there's no way for a second zero to naturally no, appear no, in a 23. No. Um, so I think it might be time for those to get retired. But I I love hearing the Y2K stories because it is something like it always sounds like it was out of a sci-fi. Movies like well, we were on the hot, the the highest building in Hutchinson, Kansas, yeah. just so we could look around and see if I guess if everything spontaneously combusted. We weren't really sure it was a scary time. <laughs> it's like I mean, computers came around at the very end of the 20th century, right? To where like most people figured, okay, we're going to get to the year 2000, so they programmed in some extra digits, and it and it proved to be not a big deal. We didn't have to go. We didn't all have to go to liquor, guns, and ammo, which a lot of people did. To we pile up we thought the world was going to end because yes. Windows 95 no longer <laughs> right, worked. Exactly. If Windows 95 no longer works, this radio station wouldn't even be working right now. I think the, I think that's what the phones run on. Is that right, Drake? It's probably Vista. Is it Vista? I trust oh, you to I actually that, know. That, Your email accounts are AOL.com. <laughs> yeah, it's Hotmail. It's Earthlink. Earthlink. Little Netscape. That's yeah, my favorite browser. Yeah. That's how old I am. My first browser was Netscape. I know well, that. Much. That was most people's because that's about when it was coming around. Have you ever seen the graph of like the success of popularity of browsers over the years? No. I'll show it to you guys during the break. It's gonna blow that's your freaking mind. <laughs> next segment, we're doing that. Oh, the Chiefs play tomorrow. Oh God, we should talk about that. Nah. I guess we could do that next. You're in the zone.